Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I'm going to be diving into the world of sitting or standing for specifically office work. Let's do this. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. As you already know, ergonomics isn't a regulated health profession, like occupational therapy or physical therapy or chiropractor. Any of those professions, you have to be regulated to practice it. Ergonomics, for the most part, almost 100% of the time, you don't need that regulated body to start positively impacting our communities. I think that's a good thing. I mean, of course, I want you to be confident and competent to apply the skills and not cause more harm than good, because I have definitely seen that happen out there. I think it's an opportunity that we can start to provide this very desirable service to folks out there that, let's face it, they're working from home and they need solutions such as this. What I have noticed over the years of coaching and instructing folks how to add ergonomics services to what they're doing already is that theory is very different from practice. And oftentimes we almost grow the most when we're on the ground or virtually meeting over Zoom with our clients doing ergonomics assessments. And one of the things I want to talk about that is totally aligned with that today. And we are looking at sitting and standing workstation arrangements in the office. What's the best, what's the best setup? What's the best in general? What you should be recommending? And I want to be giving you some tips that I have learned while doing assessments. So if you consider doing ergonomic assessments, if you want to Um, know a little bit more information about sit-stand desks and all the options out there. Well, I got you covered in this episode. I'm going to be talking about fully adjustable seats seated to standing desks, um, standing desks with high stools for sitting, and standing desk converters. I'm going to give you some tips specifically if these are actually useful or it's just a marketing ploy. So. We all can appreciate that sitting for vast majority of times in our uh, client's day is not going to be very useful. And if that person's even in the best ergonomic position for more than a couple hours, we know that's going to be causing them harm. Obviously, a sit-stand desk or a standing desk isn't going to be absolutely functionally required for every situation that we see. There is behavioral or habit-based recommendations that we can be making to our folks so that they can incorporate 
more standing and walking in their days. So that's my disclaimer. I believe that a sit-stand desk isn't incredibly, um, 100% of the time, useful for all cases. Um, I think it's very case-dependent in the specifics that you see, including budget. And there's obviously other ways that we can incorporate standing in the day with um, the habit and the behavior-based recommendations, in addition to perhaps even turning something upside down, uh, using uh, upside-down boxes, using uh, textbooks, using books, using whatever you can find to essentially convert a sitting desk into a standing desk, all right? So there's no cost, and functionally, it's giving us the same if things are set up appropriately and if that person absolutely understands and is trained to do it themselves. The first thing I want to talk about is a fully adjustable seated to standing desk. If that's right for the user or your client that you're seeing, then the client should be doing intensive and repetitive computer work. There shouldn't be very many opportunities to change their postures during the day. Um, And if there's a long duration of concentrated, um, specifically, and focused computer work, that is the biggest aspect to consider here. The requirement of what you bring to the table is that their workstation has to be set up for both sitting and standing. Um, When I've shown clients how to do this in the past, I've had clients who have taken out a pencil and marked their walls to the exact heights that they needed for sitting and standing. And I thought that was really cool because it's taking away the confusion. And if you take away the confusion, most likely there's going to be more action. You know, there's not a thought of, am I doing this right? I'm not sure if it's going to be sitting or standing for that that person doing uh, the work on the computer. And that is, you know, very true. And I like with what we're doing as ergonomic consultants. Oftentimes we want to avoid the confusion when we are getting started. And that confusion can sometimes lead to inactivity, non-action, not taking the risk forward in our business. But that's aside. Um, I've also seen um, clients use a a wooden ruler and we call this a meter stick in Canada because there wasn't a tape measure handy and yes that was a pun Um, but they the big thing is here we, we need to be very very clear on the specific heights that that sit stand fully adjustable desk needs to be set up for our user because as we all know one type of height isn't going to fit the entire population. Um, And specifically for sit-stand stations, there needs to be very special education on how to set up that person's monitor height in addition to their hand working height. Because always, all, because all, that we all know that, when we raise our desks from sitting to standing, the ratios in our body isn't exactly going to be the same, meaning that the standing desk height 
monitor isn't going to be the same as a sitting desk height monitor. In the vast majority of cases, you're going to have to raise the monitor height as well as you go to standing, and you're also going to have to lower that monitor when you're going to sitting. Okay, capiche? Um, so two things you got to look for when you're doing a fully adjustable seat, sit, stand, desk, um, seated elbow height, monitor height. So that means desk height, desk height, monitor height. Um, because those ratios aren't the same, and whether or not they have intensive and repetitive computer work, that they really can't um, have enough time for sitting or standing. Of course, you can add into any chronic or particular um, body discomfort or pain symptoms that really completes this whole case and whether or not sit, stand, desk would be most useful for your client. Let's talk about a fully standing workstation. Normally these standing workstations has a perch stool or a high stool that's appropriate for the user, okay? Um, now these types of workstations are useful if that person optimally performs work tasks within a standing posture. However, Sitting during other tasks or slower periods of work is also desirable, and that gives the lower extremities um, a break from standing all day. It's really interesting to note that the literature says specifically for standing-only desks that a computer is a job function. Computer use is a job function, but it's not necessarily the primary job function. Perhaps this person's doing customer service or getting up and moving around quite frequently. The workstation should have some clearance below it to have a comfortable seated posture. And this workstation specifically has to be designed for standing work. Um, usually for standing work desks, um, there will likely be some lifting requirements and some more activity than just sitting. So those are some things to consider if your client will be best suited for a standing workstation. So absolutely completely different from a sit-stand type of situation. And good to know, right? The last thing I want to talk about are those standing desk converters that mounts onto a regular desk. Have you seen these before? Um, and I'm gonna give you a bit of a backstory about this because I'm, I'm quite biased with these. And I'm gonna give you the reason why. When sit-stand desks first hit the market like 20-ish years ago, it was incredibly expensive to buy one of these fully automated sit-stand units. Very, very expensive. So about a decade ago, they started to drop in price, but they were still quite expensive and out of the budget for the vast majority of workstations, but they started to pop up. But at the same time, there was a lot of information popping up about sitting is the new smoking. Do you remember that? But a decade ago, it just kind of started to hit the market. And really, that is awesome marketing. Alas, I don't think this was coined by an ergonomist, but I digress. But on that note, I think it's really important to say that 
It's powerful to have a phrase of what you do in your consulting business. Who do you serve? How do you serve them? And what is your unique value proposition that you bring to the market? Very important. And this is short and this is different from your elevator pitch. Both are incredibly useful. I really think that specifically the short phrase of what you do is useful because it is concise and that makes it shareable. There's this whole saying of if you're serving everybody, then you're serving nobody because you want to be talking to the type of audience that you want to serve in your market, right? So industrial ergonomics versus office ergonomics, working with human resources versus working with self-employed people or remote workers. They're all going to have different um, different messages that they're going to look for. And it's our job to make it as clear as possible that we are the people to help them. Um, so anyway, back to uh, sit stand mounting devices. Uh, I don't know. I hope you know what I'm talking about. Right? These are those units that mount to the top of those those regular seated desks to give some more functionality. Now, back when this idea of sitting is the new smoking, it was seen. I feel like it was seen as an opportunity for the market at this point to, and that's when I started to notice sit-stand converters. And like I said, like it's almost like a keyboard tray. It mounts or it just rests on top of a regular desk. And that gives the ability to go from sitting to standing because this thing allows for the keyboard to move up and down. You can put your mouse on there too. It was marketed as a lower-priced alternative to automated sit-stand desks, not the time. They were right. However, back then, when they were first coming out, it was seen as desirable, but I don't think that's the case anymore. Often they are the exact same price, or maybe just a little cheaper than a fully automated and functional sit-stand desk these days. And I believe they actually do more harm than good. For the reason, when you see these mounting sit-stand units, and they're, again, I say mounting, but like they just sit on top of a regular desk, they add to the hand working height. Oftentimes, it's quite a bit, a bit between two and four inches that it raises the seated hand working height above the already, in most cases, already high desk height for the vast majority of people. It does offer an okay standing height, but for seated heights, it's often way too high, okay? And this defeats the purpose of having one of these units in the first place because it's simply not going to be promoting good ergonomics. Wow. And when I discovered this years and years and years ago, I, I did a total flip. There's some sit-stand units that are actually really good. The key thing of what you want to look, um, and that's mountable sit-stand units, the key thing of what you want to look for is whether or not it increases the height of seated uh, work, okay? 
And we want to make sure that that seated elbow height is within the recommended heights and it gives us enough functionality for okay or ideal standing height work as well. Keep that in mind. So as I end today's episode, are there any insights that have changed what you think about sit-stand desks? Are you going to be recommending more or are you going to be recommending them less? Additionally, what do you think about using that, um, that phrase? Like sitting is the next smoke, smoking, is the new smoking. Does that give some insights to how you can deliver your tagline in your consulting business? Again, it's different than an elevator pitch, but it's useful for you to share what you're doing to a broader audience. Lastly, I want to announce that I'm going to be opening my program, Accelerate, at the end of March. So if you haven't already signed up for the waitlist, head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. I'm going to give you a freebie for signing up and you're going to be the first to know when I open enrollment because I have a bunch of trainings for you. I have some freebies. I have some really good stuff for you to get started and for me to help you with your marketing. Alrighty. So until next time, I'll chat to you soon. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo, and you can get started today.